Hi, I'm Nicholas Reese, and you're listening to The Carpenter Queens. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. We all go a little mad sometimes. No, please don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be... Welcome to the Carpenter Queens podcast, coming to you live from the TCQ Video Store, where you can pick up the best and worst in horror for only 69 cents a day. Welcome in, fellow queerdos. Being hetero is vastly overrated. I'm queer representative Nick. Yay! (laughs) And I am newly appointed assistant manager Raymond. (laughs) And welcome to this week's episode, y'all. Hello, our lovely queerdos. Before we can begin this week's cure for our Halloween hangover month, we must introduce some very, very special guests to the store. Picking up a shift at TCQ Video are the incredibly lovely ladies of Destination 180. Please welcome AJ and Jonay. Hello! Hey y'all! Hey y'all! What's my duty? Am I putting the VHS tapes in order? Am I rewinding <laughs> shit that these little customers didn't rewind? Like, what? what's my motivation? What am I doing? We, uh, we don't organize by alphabetical. We go by director. So that's to be oh. noted. Okay, well, okay. I could do that. I think, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome okay. in, guys. We're so excited to have you. We're excited to be so here. excited to be here. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> But no, for real, like when you guys asked us to come on the show, we lost our shit because we was like, oh, y'all want us for real, for real? We were kind of like, we didn't even think. Well, I mean, obviously we have been talking back and forth. You know, we love Chopping Mall. All of us don't, but um, I'm not going to be tipping, but um, it's okay. It's okay. Read but... me. <laughs> no, it's her too. <gasps> yeah, I was, like, yes. we see each other. I was like, double cross. It's okay because when the kill bots come after you and they don't come after me, don't be mad. And don't be asking me to save you. Thank you. Come again. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so happy to have you here. I have been obsessed with y'all forever. I'm so excited for y'all. Happy anniversary, by the way. Oh, yay! Look, listen. Such a big feat. Because you guys just came across yours, too. And isn't it just crazy to think you had a podcast for a year? I was just like, dang, girl. (laughs) We really did this. It's crazy. (laughs) You guys are in your next season. And I'm just like, it's so crazy to see, especially you guys' show in particular, because I've been literally listening since day one and just to see oh. you guys's growth from day one to now all the things that you've been doing all the shit that y'all just come up with i love it like keep oh doing your thing i love it thank you so thank much you. you're gonna make me cry on my own show okay just make sure you give me a raise on my bonus check <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know how talk about your guys's show what is destination 180 it's an obvious play of Final Destination, more specifically the third one with the amusement park. And I tell it's this story one. like this. You know what? I, yes, 
I do believe <laughs> that. But it's like, I'm one of those people, unless the original is just super crappy, I'm just like, I can't beat the original. But yes, no, I definitely love three. And that's why we went with that thing. And I tell mm-hmm. everybody this, I dragged John A into this and she she's my bestie. <laughs> And she was just doing what Bessie's doing. She was like, you know what? Let me just support this crazy ass girl. It's okay. <laughs> but yes, no, Shanae, we... you're a real one. She is. No, she is. <laughs> it's fun though. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, because what it started off as, like, you know how everybody starts. You have an idea, but you don't really know where you want to go. Oh, and yeah. it would be us in the studio because we recorded four episodes semi back to back like I think within like two days or something like that like yeah yeah no we we was on some other shit (laughs) like I don't know (laughs) and Johnny would just be we would be downstairs in my home studio and Johnny would just be sitting so politely eating her insomnia cookies just like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) Mm -hmm." and I'm just rambling just talking and then we came to the realization that I had seen a lot of movies that Johnny hadn't seen, and she was kind of still introducing herself to horror. So now it's more of me taking my friend on all of these rides through these horror movies. So, you know, you can come visit us at the park after y'all visit the TCQ store. Come link up yes. to us. I'm already bought my <laughs> tickets. I'm gonna grab so many souvenirs. It's- Hear me not like things. And listen, yeah, no. I'll- Listen, it's at this point, like a lot of our survivors, that's what we call our listeners, the survivors. They come to hear John Nay just talk about how she don't like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. They're like, that's my favorite movie. She didn't like it. Or like a movie that she does. Like everybody's like, she liked that movie. That's what I'm here for because I I love your guys' relationship. I love how excited you get about movies. And then John A comes in and she's like, it was good. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) It was there. It happened. (laughs) That's for real help. But it's okay because by the time you guys hear this, I kind of got her back. But I won't talk about it just yet. But it's coming. I kind of got her back a little bit, but it's okay. I'm stoked. I'm so stoked. And also, by the way, Johnny, I'm obsessed with you. All of your posts for Halloween and all of the cosplays you did are amazing. Your Kiki one literally (laughs) made me scream. It was so freaking cute. I'm just glad that I got these. Alrighty, we are going to play the gaming sensation that's sweeping the nation. Let's play Would You Rather? Yay! (laughs) All right, our first question is going to be, would you rather spend a night at the Bates Motel or a night at the Overlook Hotel? I can go first, because I've been thinking about this, because I asked somebody this question. And here's the thing, Norman, would he be attracted to me? That's what it's based on. Like, am I his type? Because if I'm not his type, I'm good. But if I am his type, I might be in some trouble. Now, the Overlook, I just feel like it's donezo if you go in the Overlook. Like, it's, that's just, you're f***ed. You're f***ed. <laughs> so I just feel like I'm going to have to just go with the Bates Motel. And if I am Norman's type, I'm just gonna have to figure it out. I'm gonna have to pull a fast one, but I just feel like the overlook, you ain't getting out of that. Like no pun intended, but you're not getting out of that. That's just over. <laughs> Fully understand the reasoning. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm going with the hotel. 
See, I have a completely different reaction. I want to be Norman's like preference. I'm like, hey, hi, mama's boy. Oh, look, because Anthony Perkins. I'm just like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Uh, I same. I have to echo Nick's <laughs> sentiments. I feel some type of way about Anthony Perkins. I, I'm pretty sure like Psycho was part of my sexual awakening. So uh, <laughs> I don't care. Chop me up into pieces, bitch. I'm all yours. <laughs> I'm going to the Bates Motel. I just like that. Okay, maybe we can have rooms next to each other. <laughs> and then we could just we can like knock oh, on the walls. Be like, did he come over there yet? No. <laughs> Coming up next on our Would You Rather is, would you rather go for a swim at Camp Crystal Lake or go for a swim in the Black Lagoon? I'm going with Camp Crystal Lake. Exactly. Ooh, why so would, fast. Ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, why would I, I'm not going to the Black Lagoon. No. Mm -mm. no. Yeah, I don't even like bodies of water that you can't even see through. <laughs> See, I just feel like with Crystal Lake, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. No, no, because okay, like if any of you had tuned into our Piranha episode, you know what happened. <laughs> Johnny, I, I love believe. that episode. Listen, <laughs> poor baby. I'm sorry that happened to you, Johnny. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm so stay sorry. Away. We stay away from the bodies of water. <laughs> Because here's the thing, if you go swimming at Camp Crystal Lake, all you got to do, just put the weed down, leave your titties <laughs> in. Like if you just see a pure little Christian baby, you're going to be okay. Because the Black Lagoon, no, you go in the Black Lagoon, that's fucking it. That's it. Yeah, I'm not yeah, that. But didn't the creature really just want love in the end? Aww. I'm going with Camp Crystal Lake. Goodbye, Raymond. It's only because I feel like I'd probably have more fun at Camp Crystal Lake if I did die. I know there's weed, there's canoodling going on. <laughs> I guess I'm by myself at the back lagoon, y'all. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, have fun with that one. <laughs> All right, would you rather solve Pinhead's puzzle box or play one of Jigsaw's games? Ooh. This one, I couldn't figure out. I was out. dreading this one. Right? I was dreading Ooh. this one. I'm going with Jigsaw. Because, it, okay, with Jigsaw, it depends on what trap. Because if you're just not a dumbass, and you just <laughs> take a second, calm the f down, and just look around, talking to you, girl, who just stuck her hand in a box in the key. Oh, right my there. God. Like, yeah, yes, I was frustrated. Like, you can figure it out. But see, Pinhead, that's a bad mofo, okay? And I just <laughs> mm -hmm. feel like... I'm not Christy, so <laughs> like I'm just like I want to say Jigsaw, but then I'm just like I don't know what trap he would give me. He might try to take my head off, uh, and I just might freak out. Like I'm going with Jigsaw. That's what I would want to do. I'm pretty cool, but see, I'm pretty cool under pressure. And I don't know if I told you I was cooking one day. I was making a rum cake, and I set the glaze on fire. And so pan. you thought you was Will Smith and from the fresh. <laughs> he was flambeing. That's what you thought. <laughs> No, I was sitting there like, um, dad, uh, the pan's on fire. And he was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to put it out. And he was like, what? I'm like, yeah, we don't have a fire extinguisher. So what are we supposed to do here? And then I, we yeah. finally put it out. But at the end he was like, I thought you did that on purpose because you was very calm. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, me freaking out is not going to solve the fact that the pan's on fire. So I think I'd be cool in the picture. Mm. Okay. That's fair. I that is I very fair. I do not do well under pressure. So I would probably have to 
neither one of these is a really good choice in all honesty. <laughs> but I could go for some BDSM, so I guess I'd go for Pinhead's Puzzle Box. <laughs> How'd I know that was going to be your answer? <laughs> you don't have like the little key rings attached to your nipples and they just get me cool. <laughs> I'm going to do Jigsaw and I'm going to just hope jigsaw. I get an easy trap, like something that I can just, like if he tells me I got to cut Like a, a Where's off, Waldo? Yeah, like, yeah, find, find Billy. Where you at, Billy? I'm going to find <laughs> you. Like, if he tell me cut off a finger or something, I could do that. If I'm going to go home, at the end of the day, I'll do it. But see, Pinhead, it's, mm-mm. I feel like he going to play with me and I don't got time. <laughs> I don't. I think just out of the two, I'd have to go with Jigsaw because with Pinhead, I don't stand a chance. What? Period. <laughs> it's over. I would at least with Jigsaw, but I can have again, a story Once again, I'm on to Lonely Island. Island. <laughs> 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 Moving on to mothers. Would you rather have Margaret White as your mother or Pamela Voorhees as your mother? I'm going with Pam. That was a quick answer. Because Pam wouldn't kill me. She'd be trying to kill everybody else on my That's behalf. True. This Margaret White, he'd be trying to kill me. And I ain't got time to <laughs> kill me. Exactly. I want to say this because y'all all know I love Carietta White. That's my baby girl. But Margaret can get these hands. She really can. I will whip her <laughs> ass. Okay. Because <laughs> first of all, why are you doing that to my sweet baby girl? She did not deserve none of that. Okay. Pam. Don't play about her kids. And I need that to be my mama. Okay. Kill her, mommy. Do it, mommy. Get her. (laughs) Be her ass, mommy. Pam. It'd absolutely be Pam. She's the mom that comes into the office ready to swing if I did some shit at school. Mm -hmm. And I'm ready. Agreed. That's that's four votes for Pam. She's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. Now, come on now. And last but not least, would you rather get chainsawed by Leatherface or get turned into a wax figure by Vincent from House of Wax? I didn't think this would be a hard one for you. (laughs) This is easy for me. Wax me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let me get my clothes together. Yeah, exactly. Like... Because if I get chainsaw, like, they just, they might take my nipples and turn it into a belt. Like, they gonna take my lashes and do some <laughs> shit with it. Like, at least if I get waxed, I can stand there and maybe look around, you know, because they was alive for, like, a little bit before they died for real. But, I mean, at least, like, somebody gonna admire me. Just, I'm gonna just be like, just put me in a nice outfit. Like, that's all I ask. <laughs> give me a nice wig. Give me some inches. Like... <laughs> Make sure my hair looks good. Exactly. Like, you know, like, not right now because I just got out of the pool. But, you know, like, I got wigs in the closet. I can pick one out for you. And I would be like, just do your thing, boo. I will let you. I will sit in that little chair and let the hot wax just cover me. Just fine. Oh, the pain. The pain. But, yeah, I'd probably take the pain of the wax versus the pain of the chainsaw. Very valid. Very, very valid. Agreed. Immortalized. Immortalized. I want to be immortalized. I, I didn't have even like think a, of that. A cool pose. Pull me in a nice costume. And then, uh, like, put me next to the Spice Girls. And we set. Y'all sold me. I was on the fence until, like, immortalized. That sounds great. I want to be a statue. 
Alrighty, everybody, are you ready to venture into our very first family-friendly spooky movie? We are turning back the clock to 2001 and casting a spell with everyone's favorite Disney Channel Halloween flick. Listeners, we are conjuring up an early 2000s classic. It's time to brew a potion and discuss Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. Tonight, your favorite witches are back, and so is the Wrath of Calabar. Someone has to take my place as head of the Cromwell line. And he sent a new warlock to make trouble in Halloween Town. Can Marnie and the Cromwell witches stop him? Now he's going to turn the humans into creatures. That's not normal. Kimberly J. Brown and Debbie Reynolds star in the Disney Channel original movie. We are out Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. Tonight at 8, 7 central on Disney. This flick is only available on Disney Plus. Probably the only time we're going to promote Disney Plus on this podcast. I've never thought we'd say <laughs> that before. <laughs> and that's mainly because they will never give us a sponsorship. We're on the hate list, actually. It's not happening. <laughs> Before we can begin this week's movie, let's head on over to 420, which is smoking. Did we partake before this week's watch? Partake in any paraphernalia or alcohol? I did. I did. Johnny did. Johnny does not. So it's And that's okay. absolutely okay. I used to in my preview. <laughs> <laughs> Stoner at heart. We love it. I pick up for her slack. <laughs> I'm the drinker of the two. We balance each other out. That's how it goes. I had mm-hmm. so well. Okay, when I watched it, I was dry, and I was upset about it. Cause oh no! <laughs> I probably would have had a different experience. <laughs> but now I have silver haze, so we'll just use that throughout the conversation it's a sativa that's all i know about it (laughs) (laughs) and that's all we need to know about it (laughs) i came through with a sativa (laughs) yes i love a good sativa actually i had sativa today as well i had the classic blue dream um i need something to keep me up because this movie kind of Oh no, are we gonna argue this episode? No, no, we're not, no. I'm not even gonna lie, I fell asleep. I'm arguing. Right, okay, it, so it's um. And I had some Chardonnay, so I did drink, I had some Chardonnay and my ass fell asleep and I woke up and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I didn't take it that far. I, I literally crashed right after watching it, so. Uh... So, but while we're smoking, what are, does anyone have a connection to the Halloween Town series or Disney Channel? No, yeah, I do because, I mean, I was watching horror movies, like actual horror movies before Disney started giving us little horror tees. But um, I remember when the first Halloween Town dropped and I was excited as hell to see it. And when the other movies came out, like Don't Look Under the Bed or mm-hmm. Under Wraps, like they were doing a good job yes. with those movies as far as we were going, because I mean... I mean, Mom's got a date with a vampire. Uh, Phantom Family of the, the Megaplex. Megaplex. All those, yeah, all those Disney <laughs> movies. Like, I mean, for what they were, now when you watch them, you can, like this one, you can kind of see little plot holes or you just be like, why do we do this? Or what's going on? But I mean, like, it's like, it's something like, I'm going to at least watch one or two each year. At mm-hmm. least. Especially, well, okay. I feel like Hocus Pocus don't count. That's just That's like, a whole other level. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good, that's like, a, yeah. Disney, y'all didn't deserve, y'all did not deserve. <laughs> Period. 
I'm actually a Disney girl. Like it was Disney and Nickelodeon for me. Um, so Halloween Town series, all of the movies on Disney Channel was my yes. jam. I was always trying to watch the next best movie on Disney Channel. And then somewhere, even up until my senior year in high school, I was still watching Disney we Channel. Stand. And when we had to wake up for my 8 a.m. undergrad classes, me and my roommate would wake up and we would be watching uh, Not Mickey Mouse huh. Clubhouse. Was it back Guardians? <laughs> Little Einstein. <laughs> we wake up in the morning and Little Einstein is a beautiful TV. You need some stimulation for your mind before you went to uh-huh. I feel like that's a good way to wake up in the morning. But yeah, I, I'm on the same boat. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of grew up watching Halloween Town, Halloween Town 2, Halloween Town High, Halloween, I think it was like four, five of them. We won't talk about the last one. I'm still not, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm still not too happy about that. I just know Kimberly wasn't in it and I was like, why are we here here? <laughs> I got the Aquamarina girl in here. <laughs> That's how I felt. I, I watched up until uh, Halloween Town High. Um, but yeah, I'm total, I like these movies. But like everybody here, Disney Channel was a big part of my life. I am a military brat, so we didn't get a lot of channels, but when we would get specific Disney Channel movies, it was like, <laughs> oh shit, this is lit, grab the popcorn, this is gonna be an event. And that's how I felt about Halloween Town too. I really like distinctly remember when this was coming out. I remember all the ads coming out. Everybody started doing their like Halloween special episodes. That's a Raven turned into a cow. Uh, the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody had that like haunted hotel episode. Like, that yeah. is distinctly ingrained into my brain. So coming back to it as an adult is, interesting i'm like do the kids have that now do they even do that anymore (laughs) i feel like no i honestly feel like if you missed out honey you missed out we was getting Mm -hmm. crossover episodes Mm -hmm. oh my god i don't even think they do it like that no more they don't like even when i was younger i was they had like tgif and i remember boy meets world had like this Mm -hmm. scary episode with jennifer love hewitt oh they did i remember that yeah, uh, I can, no joke had completely forgot about that episode until my boyfriend brought it up one day and he's like, you don't remember? I was like, no. And he pulled, I think it's on Disney Plus. He pulled it up when we sat here and watched mm-hmm. it. No joke, it actually is still kind of a little bit scary. It kind of gives you <laughs> scream vibes. I love Screams it. No, I really do enjoy that episode. I had recently watched a review on it and I was like, dang. So let's check out the VHS's special features and find out a little bit more about this movie because I'm gonna just state now, research on this wasn't even able to happen because Disney Channel kept this stuff on lock. I can't find anything about anything on anyone. So from what we could scavenge up, let's go y'all. They were like, I need that NDA signed now. It's Disney, are you kidding? Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, was released October 12th, 2001, and this film just celebrated its 20th anniversary. It makes me feel so old. (laughs) Seriously. Like, I don't need to be constantly reminded. (laughs) We have a runtime of one hour and 21 minutes, and it is rated PG. (gasps) Moving on to taglines. Your favorite witches are back. Welcome back forever. This is a pretty, uh, I mean, what do you expect for a Disney movie, I guess? I'm not going to rip into them. They're Disney movie taglines. Yeah. <laughs> it's rated PG. I'm surprised there's taglines for a TV movie. 
<laughs> this is true. Yeah. We our director is Mary Lambert, who directed Pet Cemetery in 1989. Also directed Madonna's infamous "Like a Prayer" and Material Girl music videos, and Janet Jackson's "Nasty" and Control. Her filmography is a ton of music videos, and they're fantastic. Wow, those are all some pretty big music videos. It's yeah. pretty crazy to see like directors transition from making music videos to directing films. Like find that very interesting because I feel like they're two totally different mediums. Some know how to do it better than others. I'm not going to shame nobody. <laughs> I actually do like the Rob <laughs> Zombie Halloween movies, some of them. But, you know, it shows. It shows. <laughs> it shows for sure. Written by John Cooksey, Ali Marie Matheson, with characters created by Paul Burnham. Burnbaum. <laughs> Starring Kimberly J. Brown as Marnie Piper, Judith Hogue as Gwen Cromwell Piper. She's also known as Miss April O'Neil from Teenage Motherfucking Ninja Turtles in 1990. I didn't even clock that. I know. I didn't know until my research. <laughs> also, Daniel Counts as Cal. Joey Zimmerman as Dylan Piper. Emily Roski as Sophie Piper. Philip Van Dyke as Luke. Blue Mankuma as Gort, Peter Wingfield as Alex, and rounding out our class is Hollywood royalty herself, Debbie Reynolds. Yes! <laughs> yes! I love Debbie Reynolds singing in the rain. She got nominated for her TV show. She's also, hello, Grace's mother from Will and Grace. Told you so, told you so, told you, told you, told you so. Yes, she is. Moving on to reviews. Our IMDb score is a 6.4 out of 10, a Metacritic of no score, doesn't exist, and then no existence for Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> Tomato Meter score, and a 62% audience score. That kind of makes sense. Clap if you care. Clap if you, clap if you care. <laughs> yeah, I doubt Rotten Tomatoes gave a shit about a Disney, a made-for-TV Disney movie. Uh, so that, I mean, that's the scores. <laughs> Do you think they reflect the movie? No, in all honesty, I thought they would have been lower. Wow. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Thank you. Mm, well, I just, I'll hold it. I'll hold it. <laughs> no, my survivors, they hate, they be like, you era. Why do you do that? You do that all the time. Just say what you got to say, sis. But no, we'll wait. Because I get receipts and receipts and receipts as to why I feel that way. I want to see the receipts. <laughs> She's got opinions. Let's waste no time and we'll talk about everybody's opinions after the break. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We open with Marnie Piper giving us a quick rundown from the original Halloween Town, introducing us to her family, the Cromwell Witches, and explaining how they can only move freely between worlds on Halloween night. 
Marnie sits at her desktop computer having an online chat with girl power, stating that her mom and grandma are fighting yet again. The ghoul chat, it was giving me MySpace. <laughs> a messenger. Uh-huh. Her screen name was like half and half. I was like, that's clever. Cause she's, you know, half and half. That was cute. It was cute. <laughs> we joined the rest of the Cromwells downstairs who are hosting a Halloween party. Marnie's mom, Gwen Piper, is quick to spoil the fun and kill the mood. Grandma Agatha Aggie Cromwell retreats upstairs to check in on Halloween Town using her crystal ball. Marnie's little sister Sophie comes in to check on Grandma. She explains that she could go back and visit her friends since she misses them so much. Right after, Sophie senses something and says, Someone's coming but doesn't know and quickly whisks her grandma downstairs. Yeah, I just want to say, Sophie is so cute. She is so adorable. <laughs> her outfit is everything. Her little hologram cowboy hat. <laughs> She's every queer at Pride and I'm for it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just going to say this now. I just feel like Sophie should be the next in line, not Marnie, but... I, I'm just going to open that case now and I will show my receipt. No, I always felt like that, especially <laughs> on the third and the fourth. Sophie really showed and proved herself. Mm-hmm. Sophie's definitely the more talented mm-hmm. one. She's far more in tune with her powers yeah. than Marnie is. Marnie, honestly, sometimes annoys me. I'm just like, girl. That's normally with all the main Disney Channel characters. The main <laughs> one always is something wrong with them, but then the supporting characters steal the show. <laughs> Yes, and I'm just like, why, why? And it's like when I was younger, I was so blind. I was just like, <laughs> so oh. blind. And now I'm just like, girl, what the, <laughs> fuck? like, why could you leave? I mean, since we're already getting there, like Marnie kind of dropped the ball on the sun, and she was too busy being digmatized. <laughs> no, get to it because I got things to say. Oh my god, <laughs> I wanted to chicken chunk that girl. I was. <laughs> Was anyone ready for Halloween Town 2? Because I like how they give us a setup of like, okay, this is quickly what happened in Halloween Town 1. Here we are in Halloween Town 2. Marnie's grown up and she's getting faces in the wall. And I loved the Nightmare on Elm Street nod with his face coming through. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Wow. Okay, you know what? That one, I don't want to point at me. That definitely want to point. I didn't even think of that. Wow. Come on, CGI. (laughs) horrible like 20 year old cgi by the way we're gonna talk about it later we're gonna talk about it yes because i got one for you and i cannot because i know y'all gonna love it because i was just coming with the jokes and i just didn't do it (laughs) the only thing i guess i really want to say is that this one has a very dramatic shift in tone from the very first halloween town which had was total way more kid friendly this one tries to take a quote darker tone and i think it has to be applauded (laughs) in disney channel's terms but i think when it tries to be far more serious and dark is when i start just rolling my goddamn eyes at this movie (laughs) it's only because it's almost like i want you to go all the way but we're Mm -hmm. disney so i know we only gonna go like we gonna scoot the chair just a little bit not all the way (laughs) We're going to get like 20% there. If that. (laughs) So Marnie checks on her mom in the kitchen who's upset that Marnie wants to spend a year in Halloween Town. Gwen goes on to say that she has things to teach her too and magic can't fix everything. 
Just then, a handsome young teen, Cal, joins the party and Marnie is smitten, calling Cal the bomb. <laughs> the secondhand embarrassment <laughs> is so strong in that moment. <laughs> Soon after his dad, Alex, joins and Cal wastes no time hitting on Marnie. As Marnie gives Cal the grand tour of her home, he explains that they just moved into the neighborhood. We also get a quick scene of Dylan, Marnie's younger brother, trying to shoot a shot with the vampire girl from school. He proves he has no game and she burns him royally by Disney standards anyway. Oh, that girl. Does she look familiar to yeah. any of you? She was homegirl in Evil Dead. Yeah, she's Natalie from oh, Evil Dead. No way. <laughs> oh, Nick. Nick just got up. They gagged, gooped, and got it. Yes, that's definitely That is one of Nick's favorite, if not favorite, remake ever. It's really good. It's a great remake. Remember when we were watching Evil Dead and I was like, who is that? She looks so familiar. The gag of the century. Wow, I'm gagged. (laughs) All right, Cal's introduction. As a young queer baby, that was the moment for me. I was like, oh... Bad boys are nice. I like bad boys. Go on. Go on, Cal. Go off to bed, so. I just knew as soon as he asked for a tour that he was on something. Cause I was just like- Who asked for a tour right off the bat? Yeah, who asked for a tour around the house? Like, you don't live here. And it was like a three bedroom house. It wasn't no mansion to be giving no tour. Like, if you just wanted to go somewhere private, just say that. (laughs) (laughs) real. Well, here's the tape. And then I'm just like, no, because I got more to say. We ain't even got there yet. Because I just, Marnie, girl, me and you, we gonna throw hands. Because I just can't believe you right now. I can't. (laughs) I just... The same storyline plays in with Gwen and her mom from the first movie. Like, oh, you're a witch. You can't be a witch. And we're doing it again here. I wanted them to do something different. I actually wanted them to be happy together. But honestly, no, they repeat a lot of things in this movie. And I know it's pretty early, but Dylan's whole character is literally the same one we got from the first movie. And I was not happy about that. Same, same, same. It was the same old bullshit that he was pulling in the first movie in this movie. Back in Marnie's room, Dylan states that her room doesn't match her, that it's ordinary. She decides to wow him by revealing her grandmother's room and she sneaks him in and Dylan is gooped. But it's the mysterious book of spells he has his eyes on. Marnie quickly ushers him out of the room, but not before he swipes the smell book by shrinking it and slipping it into his pocket. Dylan dips as soon as he gets what he needs and coerces Marnie into inviting him to the school's costume party. He leaves Marnie by saying, Meeting you was everything I hoped it would be. And hands her a rose. Da-na-na. Like, is he tuxedo mask? Is that what oh he's doing with the roses? Like, <laughs> I stand a Sailor Moon reference. I'm a Marnie. I love Sailor Moon. She's, they somewhere. Oh, there they go, right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... Uh, I was just like, I was just waiting for Tuxedo's mask music to play. I'm just like, girl, what the hell? Like, and then first of all, wait, let's rewind. Because I don't know if y'all peeped. But in grandma's room, there was a jar of iodine, but it looked like little weed nugs. And I was like, Disney. Because you know, Disney be doing stuff. <laughs> they, be, they be trying to please go back. 
please rewind to that scene and just look when they're looking around the room. It's a jar of iodine and it looks like little weed nuts. And I'm like, damn, am I just mad because I'm dry right now? And I'm just like, <laughs> or you're projecting. Yeah, like, you know, I'm like, no, 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 no. That's definitely why. I, I always knew Grandma Grandma Krauma was down. I was just she was down say as bitches. <laughs> She's got the nickname Aggie. She got the shit from the street. Honestly, Aggie from the block. Oh <laughs> the moment that Cal does his little magical reveal was the day that I learned not to trust men. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you got your trust issues. Well, I was what? 10? 10 when this movie came out? And I was, I learned a lesson that day. Don't trust cute boys. And I still carry that with me. And you still haven't learned that lesson. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but also the other thing i'm like you just got here why are you leaving so fast i know you mm -hmm. use this costume party as a ruse but i smell a star i got something to add to that but i'm like why are you leaving so fast i just have the weirdest question about the school dance the school dance seems to me like the hocus pocus dance where like everyone's invited and what school allows you to stay until midnight they kicked her asses out by like seven. Yes. I, th I know we had a dance. I think we had to be out by like nine and that was the latest we could be there. But I know I've been in school rehearsals later than that. But as far as like the parties, they was like, no, you little nignogs, y'all not staying here all night. That's no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the, the biggest thing about this movie is I don't want to discredit it in its terms of like what it's presenting for kids because this does still feel like a fun disney channel movie trying to be all mysterious and magical because i also looked up this came out three weeks before harry potter's first movie dropped and like the wizard and witch craze oh, started shit. so this was kind of on the jump before the jump kind of happened and i love its projection of like magic because this one really turns up the magic compared to the first movie see this one i feel the same way and this is why i say like i don't want to be too hard on it because i think it's almost like um darn i can't remember if it was a tv show or a movie like you can see things as a kid but once you become an adult it's like the whole world is just gray and we don't see that fun shit no more but this is how it felt when i was watching it because i know when i was younger because even now when I was watching it, I'm like, oh, I do remember that happening. But then as the story went on, I was like, oh, hmm. <laughs> we made some decisions and I don't know if I liked them too much, but I do agree with you. Like they were trying to ramp, they were ramping it up in certain areas and it was uh -huh. certain areas that probably needed more attention. And that's the best way I could do it. <laughs> and I think you're, you're totally right because this movie tries to do new things and tries to be scary in terms of like a Disney Channel movie, but you can tell they got constrained by the PG rating and what we're like, what TV show we're on. Not even the PG rating. I just feel like someone, like, we'll get there. We'll get there. I don't want to go too early. We will get there. And it's not even shit. It's just like, it's just something I noticed on this watch that I know I wasn't paying attention to then. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was like budget or if it was just because of the story. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, some things have more attention than others. We get a cutaway scene of Cal opening a portal near the bus stop to Halloween Town and leaving. Back at the house, Aggie's bag has run out of tricks. She explains that her bag is linked to her home back in Halloween Town and 
has never gone empty. Thus, Aggie decides to take a trip there and see what the deal is and takes Marnie along with her. Grandma leaves behind a, quote, headphone to contact her family between the two realms. When the witches get to the bus stop, they realize it's gone. Even when Marnie attempts to conjure up the bus herself, it proves fruitless. Being the Cromwells, they decide to open a portal for themselves. Back at the Halloween party, Alex puts the moves on Gwen. He invites her to the costume party at the school, and she all too quickly gives in. Homegirl is desperate for some dip, although she doesn't have a costume. Listen, uh, first of all... It's been years, Jackie. It's been years for her. (laughs) Okay. It's Halloween. She just wants the cobwebs knocked off. It's cool. I just want to talk about Aggie from the block real quick. This time she knew when they had to go to Halloween town, she was like, you know what? Let me ask your mama. You know how like you got a little cousin or your friend. You'd be like, if you ask my mama if you could spend the night, she's gonna say yeah to you. She's gonna say no to me. It was like that. See, Aggie from the block, she rolled up on Gwen when she was talking to a stranger. That's that's how you get what uh-huh. you want. And that's the only reason because she knew if Gwen had been up in that kitchen cutting up some apples or some shit, she would have been like, hell no, y'all not. What the, why would you even ask me that, girl? Y'all and she came in at the right moment while she was getting macked up on by some cute guy. She was feeling good. She's like, this is this is my moment. Hey, guess what? We're going to the, we're going to go home. Don't worry. Just keep talking. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> I love Aggie. Aggie's hilarious. She's it's Debbie Reynolds. Like anytime Debbie Reynolds shows up to the party, I'm here for it. But can I talk about the headphone? Because I want a headphone. I want to talk about the headphone <laughs> too. But the reason I want to talk about the headphone is because that's what our little thing is based off of. It's based off of the headphone from Halloween Day. Oh my no god! Yes. Hold on. Wait till I can just show it to you. I mean, guys. I mean, you know. I guess you can. You can't see it. They can see it. But, <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely it. We just had the guy like just modify a little bit, but that's definitely oh him. Oh my god, it totally that's is. Totally <gasps> like the that little is, that's um, adorable. would have been like his hair, but we was like little pony. Disney. We don't want Disney coming for us and being like, <laughs> that looked familiar. So we was like, Let's just... hi, it's fucking Mickey. Make it a skull. That's... Genius. <laughs> well, you heard it here, y'all. Right now, because we never told anybody that. So now y'all know. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's, it's a TCQ exclusive. exclusive. It's a TCQ exclusive. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I stinking love these designs. I want one so bad. I used to love the part where she whispers into it. It works like magic. It works like <laughs> magic. It's so like, like, Why did they never market that though? Why was that never a toy? That would have been a great toy. It like, do you know three. we would have lost our mm-hmm. shit? I would have one sitting here right now. Like, <laughs> also, okay, let's just trademark this right now. Trademark TCQ, trademark D180. So, Disney, if you do it, you owe us a fucking check. But, <laughs> like, on, let's write a letter. Dear Mr. Mickey Mouse. That would have been a cute walkie-talkie. That's what I'm saying. It would have been a cute walkie-talkie. And then that would have been cute. They was trying to keep up. Because this movie really lays into trying to keep up with the new millennium. The net. Mm-hmm. The oh, my millennium. God. All of oh this like God, new is. technology. I'm just like, y'all don't talk to no teenagers. Do y'all? Because she a... wasn't saying the net. <laughs> <laughs> it's cringeworthy, really. It's okay. A lot a lot of the things that we watch, especially the Disney movies, were 
And I don't care because I still like it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to stand right beside him. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because the Disney Channel movies are super evident of what time period they're made on. They are not mm-hmm. made. I'm not going to say, I don't want to use that word. I don't want to say they're not made well, but they're made to reflect the time period they're in. Like anytime I think of the early 2000s, the Cheetah Girls pops up for me because they are like Y2K fashion yeah. to, to the T. So this, <laughs> you're right, totally reflects that. She was on Ghoul Chat. She was talking to Girl Power. Later on, Cal uses some terms like, you need to update your thoughts on the spells. And it's, it's kind of like cringeworthy to watch so now. And Jock clocked that like 1998 desktop she was chatting on. <laughs> <laughs> With the back, I was like, oh, I'm one of them in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the keyboard is like raised, like super oh, raised. God. Like, that was like my school's first computer you play oregon trail on there i love Hell yeah, oregon trail. Trail. I, will, I, I get oh so gosh. pissed when i go to the app store and they have oregon trail games and i'm like what the fuck is this this ain't what i wanted like y'all get all this colors and stuff i want the black and green version thanks mm-hmm. i want the a bit thank you before I forget, I do want to talk about the music cues in this movie because these music cues are some of my favorite, especially anytime Cal does something quote unquote bad or pops up, we get some quote unquote hardcore like guitar riffs because he's a bad boy. How <laughs> This is how you know Disney Channel shows he's a bad boy. You know who's behind the music though, right? No, actually. Okay, get ready to get your wig split. It's Mark Mothersball. And you know who that is. Dun, 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 dun. Shut up. No, no way. way. You're just blowing our mind. This is why I love listening to your podcast. Listeners, if you have not checked in to <laughs> Destination 180, uh, your like vast knowledge is so wonderful to listen to. I love listening Thank to you guys you. geek out. No Thank way. You. Are you kidding yes. me though? Yes. He got his check that day. He got his check that day. <laughs> He was like, oh, you want me to do? Okay, let me do this. Nickelodeon's not paying me enough. Let me slide on the way. Right, I right. was just about to say he jumped networks. He probably got a Cartoon Network bag while we playing that we probably got <laughs> Secure the bag system, okay. run. The Cromwells finally make it to H-Town, only to realize everything is bleak and black and white. Halloween Town has lost its soul. Its citizens are turning into humans. Even the town's like... <gasps> Even the town's iconic pumpkin has turned into a cement block. Someone has cast a spell on Halloween Town. Of those affected include Luke, Marnie's goblin friend from the first film. The witches are quick to find a solution, though. Aggie recalls a similar spell in her book and calls Dylan on her headphone to read her a spell. I just immediately always think of Drake. I try to call you on my headphone. (laughs) (laughs) But when Dylan goes into her room, the book is gone. After a round of Not Me, they deduce that it is was Marnie's boy toy, Cal, that swiped the spellbook. When they try to open a portal to the mortal realm to confront Cal, they realize that they're stuck. Cal confronts them via the town center's cement block that he's possessed and reads Marnie the house down. She realizes that Cal is Calabar's son from the first film. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Now, here's the thing. Not me coming into Halloween Town, and it looks like that SpongeBob episode where everything was chrome. I was just like, 
what is going on here? Like, what's what's the tea? What's the tea? And then this is how I know, like, if I had have been like smoking while I watched this movie, I really would have been OC because this shit I'm saying now is already OC. But when he popped out of that cube, I'm like, not you giving me face from Nick Jr. Like, oh my God. face from Nick Jr. mixed with like Zordon from Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. I was just like, because I really want to know how they tape that. Did they really like have this little boy like stick his head through a thing <laughs> and was talking like this? Because he wasn't moving. He was just like moving his eyes around like this. I know you guys can't see me, but I'm like. I thought the same thing. I was like, how did we film this? What this poor boy had to just sit there while they like painted something on and then there's that green screen. Cause this, the best way to describe these special effects are, um, questionable is <laughs> it was the early 2000s i mean cgi was just budding so and it's a disney movie a product of his time severely a product of his time because i'm like then i was probably like oh my god <laughs> that's why i said at the beginning you were gagged when it happened the movie really looked like this <laughs> <laughs> not him trying to steal aggie from the blocks vibe wow cal wow <laughs> wow I just have to state, like, as as kids watching this, I remember being shooketh. My, like, nothing had ever rocked me. I was like, what happened? What happened to my favorite town? What did they do to my favorite place? So to see all, see all of this was interesting. And I really do still have to give credit to uh, our director for doing, like, a reverse Wizard of Oz, giving us, instead of going into the Ooh. colorful world from, like, Halloween Town, we entered this bleak and depressing place. So it's really fascinating for them to use all that because it raises the stakes very quickly just by changing your co- your color palette. Because this the whole thing, just like you said, you were waiting. Like we got a Halloween town too. Hell yeah, let's go back. And now we go back, and I'm like, well, why is everything chrome? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I love that it even affected the townspeople because they bump into one of the citizens and. She isn't fully like transformed yet. She still has her regular shoes. And then all of a sudden her shoes change and they're like, oh, your shoes. And she's like, yeah, these are more comfortable. And she just walks away. You talk about my girl Astrid, the the local stoner? Astrid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She does look like a stoner. Are you a stoner girl? <laughs> <laughs> but can we just rewind? Cause when she realized that Cal was Calabar's son and Disney tried to give us the little Rose reveal, Flashback. like we were supposed to remember that. I was like, <laughs> I didn't even remember that that was a thing of his. If anything, I don't even know what you could have did that would have like tipped me off besides like having his name be Cal. But that Rose tuxedo mask thing, that wasn't it. I was like, girl, I felt like the meme of that lady that's figuring out equations. In yes, her head. that I was, was like, me. Oh, I was like, Cal, Calabar. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was like the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Cal goes on to explain that his motive is good old-fashioned revenge, and that the real finale will be in the mortal realm at midnight. Cal encourages Marnie to join him to find out, but she tells him to kick rocks, to which he replies, Catch you later. (laughs) I hate that part. All he can think of- Melts back into the block. (laughs) (laughs) All he can think of is, what's this race from dazed and confused? Check you later. (laughs) but can we just talk about this revenge and i'm gonna get shady and it's crazy because i got my shirt on right now but baby what revenge because you just told me you ain't like your daddy anyway so what (laughs) revenge 
what, what, what was revenging? Because it's given Nightmare on Elm Street to Freddy's revenge. Because what revenge? I'm confused. Okay. Go off. Go off, though. We needed a motive. And go off. Go off on your motive. Like, if the if you're just going to follow in your daddy's footsteps and be a daddy's boy. Okay. But don't act like it's your, your plan, is all I'm going to say. I would have even been okay if they was like, I, look, screw my daddy. He was a piss poor leader. He thought he was running ish and he not. So now I'm going to come show him how a real G do. I would have been like, oh, well, cool. <laughs> you win it. Bet. Show me you bad hand. But no. I would have liked him more <laughs> instead of this like gaslighting bullshit that he tries yeah, to pull over Marnie. Not you trying to sit here and be like, I could teach you more than your mom and grandma ever can. First of all, back Ooh. up. Because <laughs> I'm trying to figure, are you trying to f me or what? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to, what? Now you're talking like, about are, my grandma? Are, we talking, are like... we talking about witchcraft or are we talking about, no, like this is Disney. Oh my God, time and place. My favorite is just Aggie sitting there like, hmm. huh. Huh. what could you teach her? <laughs> she said, I'm Aggie from the block. <laughs> Aggie acts shockingly cavalier when Marnie apologizes for thinking with her hormones. The duo makes their way to Aggie's H-Town summer home via Benny the taxi driver who's no longer a skeleton. When they walk into Aggie's, they see that the gray spell is taking over her home too. They begin looking for the second copy of her spell book. And when they can't find it, Aggie comes to the conclusion that it is lost. She states that if it's lost, she knows exactly where it is. Gort's house, the hoarder of the two universes. Back in the mortal realm, Gwen finalizes her date with Alex. Dressed as a frog, he brings her a Goosebumps haunted mask knockoff to wear to the party. <laughs> Dylan stays behind to babysit Sophie since he couldn't find a date. Benny. Hello, Benny. Missed you, Benny. So disappointed to see you here like this, Benny. Who was this man? Because <laughs> I was like, that's what he looked like as a human? Like, it's not the vibe. Stop! Cause that's not what I was expecting. I was not expecting him to look like that. And I'm like, this is kind of scary. This is the horror right here. <laughs> what is this? That was really sad more than anything. I feel like that was the saddest part of Halloween Town going gray was losing Benny. Oh, I know. Benny's one of the best parts about Halloween Town. The next horror story was going to grandma's house and it actually looked like the grandma's house. I was like... I was expecting to see plastic on the couch. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is too much. I have to say though, because it, when we when we first see Halloween Town in black and white, you can clearly tell it's a filter that they like cut out certain color sections. With this, the, it's a full set, honey, that is grayscaled out. Don't do the close-ups though, because the close-ups you start seeing the the, the the thinning paint and the sections that they didn't paint. <laughs> but the, the, I have to give credit. Come on, Disney, coming through. We trying to build a full set for this stuff. I love. I loved it. It was beautiful. I'm like, whoever was the set designer and the dresser, like y'all went off. I loved it. It was a leftover set from Smart House. <laughs> I did like this. This part of the movie for me just. It, it di only dips because from here we move to the one setting that pretty much remains for the rest of the movie, which is my biggest complaint with this movie. Because once we get to Gortz, we never leave Gortz. We're here for the rest of the movie. And that was my issue. That right. I want to see more of Halloween Town. I'm back again and I'm stuck in this room and it's black and white. That's all, because literally the rest of the movie, we're just bouncing from Gortz to Mortal World to Gortz. 
to Mortal World. And I was just like, and this is why I was like, was it a budget thing? Like, <laughs> you can do no more than this? It feels like it. Something was happening. And then also, I mean, I forgot about this part, but the comfy couch, a little 60 second cleanup took me out. I mean, they were messing everything up, but it took me out. I was just like, oh, I miss Lynette and Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Gort, um, can you please return my earring that I lost? Because I'm still looking for that shit. Thanks. I have four sweaters, <laughs> two pairs of socks, and at least three necklaces that I expect back soon. Exactly. You got a whole, it's probably a box of Ashley's things that you have. And I just want it. I just want to talk because you're not using it. <laughs> He's a hoarder. He's got a smash cat in the corner. <laughs> oh, God. Not a, not a hoarder's episode. <laughs> I completely spaced. This is also when we finally get Luke to change back to Luke that we remembered him as. Don't remember Luke having so much hair? Am I the only one that's tripping? Because now he looks like a full troll doll. Yes. I was like, somebody got a new wig. Somebody got inches. Okay. <laughs> I have one it's word for the fun. wig. She was dry. She, it, it, you know how like your troll doll, it looks like that. But after a while, it just starts like doing weird stuff. Instead of sticking up, it just starts like spreading Sitting out. to one that's side. Yes, that's what it was giving. And I was just like, hmm. This is where some choices were made in the budget. They were like, you know what, Luke, you're a troll, so we're just gonna... We're just gonna tease the wig out a little and you'll be fine. Add a lot of hairspray, just keep it, don't move too much. This was before, <laughs> first of all, they should have called me. Now I wasn't doing this thing. They should have called me because I'd be laying the wig, okay? I would have, <laughs> we could have gave him a little Michael Jackson baby hair right there. Like, you know, I would have had that. Huh. <laughs> the witches finally make it to Gort's house, who has been affected by the gray spell as well. After searching his immaculately clean home, Gort confesses he sold most of his collection at a yard sale, including the second spell book. While at Gort's, the spell begins to affect Aggie, and Cal taunts them yet again, this time via a fireplace. Before Aggie goes all boring mortal, she gives Marnie some helpful advice on the spell Cal is using. Back in the mortal realm, Sophie shows Dylan a book on mythological creatures, one being a golem. Golem? Golem. Golem? Golem. Golem? Oh, God. Golem. Words. Go golem. <laughs> Sophie believes that Alex is a golem being used by Cal. She talks Dylan into crashing their mom's date to save her from this apparent toad golem, but not before putting Dylan in a racially insensitive costume. They hop on a broomstick and maniacally fly into the night to save their mother. Let's just talk about that really quick, please. What, the racially insensitive costume? Not the poncho and sombrero and then the music cue of the mariachi band. It was the way she looked at it, like it was the best idea ever. And then the music started playing. Like you said, I was like. Excuse me, Miss Ma'am. What's even worse, and I'll say it because like it's very irrelevant and I'll probably forget to say it later. But what makes it worse mm -hmm. is later on when we're at the party and he gets mad for whatever reason we'll talk about later and he takes the hat off, he passes it to a kid dressed as a Native American. Ooh! And I was just like. <laughs> it's moments like that yeah. that I'm like, really? Really? But it's just like you said earlier, Ray, when you were saying like, it's just, this is what we was doing at the time and nobody was batting an eye at it at all. Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, yeah, it's a costume. It's beyond, it's, <laughs> I really don't know what to say to it. It's a complete product of its time. And it's just, it takes me out of it for a very good second. And I'm like, oh yeah, this was geared towards kids. 
Yeah, well, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there when I was doing the break decks. When I watched it and I saw that come up, I was like, really? Okay, we doing this. Also, when they go for their little broom ride, I'm like, there are mortals walking around. Everywhere. Mortals, like, I'm not... <laughs> mortal but i'm like <laughs> they don't see these two kids flying on this broom like they just walk in like this just a regular thing like oh yeah that's just the cromwell it's just testing shit out you the know. same thing happened later <laughs> that night which is what i don't get about gwen being like you can never practice magic i don't want to see shit from you but then even at the party she's like i'm a full-blown i jumping but i'm a full-blown yes. spell like nothing's happening gwen it's also, mom, it's only okay if you do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. She was mad. She was mad. <laughs> I definitely said that. I said, oh, because she like, you know, like when your mama come out of nowhere with a chunk of and she just start talking that shit. I'm just be like, <laughs> like this. Like I for real be standing like in the corner of my room like, oh, fuck. But no, like that's exactly how I felt. She just came out of nowhere with a whole different language. Like my mom will like, throw that Creole out real quick. And I'm just like, oh girl, no, 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 stop Because I don't even know what she's saying. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be the sad part. I really have no idea what she's talking about. I love Sophie. And Johnny mentioned it earlier, Sophie, hello, is absolutely the more talented witch. She figured it out immediately. She was, she hasn't even had a lesson and she was already ready to fly up on this broomstick. Sophie needs to take the lead on this, on this series. Do you hear me, Disney? Do you hear me? Okay, if you start doing it, I expect my check, please. But I want to talk about Gortz. Gortz's interesting home, like we've said, that we've stayed for the majority of the time. How do we feel about Gortz's setting as the remaining parts of our movie? I was just like, y'all really just had an open room in the Disney studios. Like, we gonna film in here. <laughs> <laughs> you know how when exactly. You is this the part no, that this you fell asleep, John No, this isn't it because, yet. This isn't it This is the part where the movie just dips. It dips. I start caring more about what's happening in the mortal world than what's going on in Halloween Town, and I shouldn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. yep. I totally agree. Definitely the part I fell asleep because when I woke up, <laughs> I was like, oh, they're in color. And then they're in the past? Okay. John A was like, how long was I asleep for? <laughs> No, I agree. It, the movie definitely lags here. And if, oof, I don't know if it's the black and white. I don't know if it's because everybody's mortal or what. And I also am not a fan of the like flip flopping back between stories. Like we're in the mortal realm now at the hard party. No, now we're back in Halloween town. It was just a lot of like, that's why the notes are the way they are like back in Halloween mm -hmm. town back at the, cause we were just jumping back and forth. But yet the Honestly. story feels like it never progresses because this, as the story keeps moving, it's all of a sudden something that you thought was gonna happen actually happened in the past. So it doesn't matter. So we just went here for no reason, which just, it gets messy. What, what the minute they started talking about like time jumping, I was like, oh, oh God, here we go. <laughs> right. Here, here I we was go. ready to leave. Cause I was like, you could have, you just needed to write yourself out the corner. Okay, got oh, you. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Write yourself out the corner. I sure did. My name is AJ. You can find me at the park. 
We cut back to Gortz as Marnie manages to get a time-traveling spell out of Aggie. She and Luke attempt at rectifying the situation, but after several failed attempts, Marnie manages to escape the spell. After a face-off with Cal, she time-travels back to a time before Cal steals the second spell book. After hours of searching, Gort claims he remembers selling it to Calabar 50 years prior. Marnie realizes that Cal had the spell book the entire time and only stole the main copy to ensure that they would not be able to undo the gray spell. In the mortal realm, the Cromwell kids arrive at the costumes party and confront their mother about Cal and Alex's real intentions. Of course, Gwen doesn't believe them and scolds her kids for flying to get to her. Sophie then uses a spell to tempt Alex into eating a fly, and when she does, Gwen is repulsed and upset. She uses a spell to turn him back into the multiple toads he's made of, even though she just scolded Sophie about using magic in front of complete strangers. Since we already came at Gwen's head, I'm going to be easy on her real quick. No, (laughs) (laughs) Now about this trick, Marnie, that had a lot of shit to say. Marnie. Marnie reads spells like a person that's learning a language for the first oh. time. And it's just here. And I was yeah, just like, does. I thought you were a witch. Right. Like, I, I get it. Okay, I get it. You ain't read this spell before. But can you convince me? You just saying words. And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I probably could have said it better than this. Like, come on, man. <laughs> My grandma said, we're feeling. <laughs> Serious though, put a little umph in it. Mm-mm. Say it with your chest, girl. Say it with your chest. The time travel. Let's talk about. Let's not. <laughs> we have to. AJ said it. it. They literally caught themselves into a corner and they're like, okay, how can we fix this mess? Witches can time travel now. Let's, let's time travel. Let's introduce this into the storyline. And then that'll magically fix things because that's literally what this answer feels like. It feels like, hey, kids, we set you up for this. We're just going to rip it on underneath you and waste your time. Phantom of the Megaplex, this is not. (laughs) Just like we couldn't go on another little goose chase around Chrome Halloween Town collecting things. I would have been cool with that. I would not have been mad if y'all did that again. Or at least like something. Like, I don't know. I'm like, we just here. (laughs) Like, damn. Not some green screen time travel. That was. And not only that, another montage of <laughs> trying to find another thing. This is your second montage of trying to find something in your one movie. When she turned around to look at them from like 10 minutes ago, I was like, wow, dear, dear y'all really <laughs> tried to pull the wool over my eyes. Because watching it now, I was just like, she's not even looking in the direction where they standing at. She's like, <laughs> I was like, damn. Now you're just being lazy. Yeah, I was just like, why did nobody? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's not even the worst. But we ain't got there yet. I'm saving it because I ain't forget. But that's not oh. your thing. I I'm thought you were going to talk about the caveman part because when the caveman part happened, that's when I, that's when the biggest eye roll happened. I was like, oh, f- we are watching a kid movie. It was a caveman part? <laughs> Wait, she was sleeping. She was knocked out. I'm telling you, I woke up, they were in color and they was in Gort's house looking for the book. <laughs> it was already the end of the movie. She said, I ain't even give it time of day to rewind or come back later to see what I miss. No. <laughs> Honestly, you didn't miss much. I also just have to mention Marnie. Ta- you, you already mentioned it. 
the early 2000s computer lingo of uh, when she's trying to figure out how to break the spell. It's like how hackers get into the computer programs. It's like a, it's like a back door. And I'm just like, really? Because I feel like I just know it in my heart of hearts. She was a MySpace girl and her MySpace was mm. lit. The HTML was off the chain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, I sorry, I just have to mention one more line because it still made my eyes roll, is when she goes into that weird, it, she's in Gortz, but nobody's in Gortz, and she's talking to Cal, and she's talking about going against the code of Merlin, which is also the first time we've ever mentioned it. But she's asking <laughs> where Aggie and Luke are, and he's like, they're offline. You don't need to update about them. <laughs> they went hard on the internet lingo. But I was like, when was she online, though? Because she don't even know shit about the net. And I know it was just like, you know, they thought that we were talking like this. But I'm like, it don't even Nobody link. says that. Did you know that they're dating? Wait, no but like, are they dating or are they married? I don't know. I know they're still, they've been dating for a while. I, yeah. because of this research, I watched way too many YouTube videos of them together, more than I'd like to admit I watched. But uh, TikToks too. Uh, mm-hmm. Right? But they I didn't know that they didn't start dating when they first met on Halloween Town 2, but they started dating years after and now they're still together. Mm-hmm. So good for y'all, yeah. Marnie and Cal. She's gonna be in um New Jersey this weekend on the twelfth. Oh, she is oh, gonna for be like there. Uh, a convention or what? Apparently her lines for her conventions, they be like, Yeah. See, that's no the thing way. with this movie. And let's just let's just crack it open because all of us have pretty much touched on this. Is this movie is only good if you're in it for the nostalgia. That mm-hmm. if you were not here for that, if you did not grow up on this, I don't think this movie's for you. <laughs> I don't no. think this movie's for you at all. Because if I was watching this for the first time, I would have been so confused. <laughs> Because all of us grew up on this, and we're still sitting here ripping this movie to shreds. And I'm still going to say I like it. (laughs) (laughs) So Luke helps Marnie figure out a counterspell to break the gray spell, and it actually works. The only problem is in the process, they lost the time travel spell. Luckily for them, Gort has a timeline that they use in his closet. Sure, why not? They make it back in time to save Aggie, but not in time to open the portal to save her mom and all the townspeople back in the mortal realm. Back at the school, Cal's plan is a success. He has turned everyone into their costumes. Marnie calls Sophie and says that they need to open the portal, regardless of what the rules are. They create a new spell, and they somehow both know by heart. They get Dylan and Luke to participate as well, and the power of belief magically opens the portal. Okay, Tinkerbell. This is shit. <laughs> for me. Girl, shut the hell up. Because let me tell you something. I got something to say. Now, first of all, let me just come out with all my haymakers because I'm about to be hitting them left and right. Okay, now here's the thing. Sophie wouldn't have lost the spell. I was, I was thinking that. Yeah. Sophie also probably would have remembered the spell by heart. Ooh. Let's go there. Then, <laughs> here's the other thing. Because I'm going to be jumping all over the place with these haymakers. And then here goes my point, finally. When <laughs> Marnie and Luke come back before they save Grandma, like, right then. So I got a timestamp too. If y'all want to go, <laughs> go fast forward to an hour, six minutes, and 45 seconds. And press pause. Why is there a random-ass man in the scene that's not supposed to be there? 
I will. It's one of the crew members. <laughs> it's one of the crew members. Like I tried to <laughs> screenshot it, but Disney Plus is such a bitch. Oh wait a minute, bitches! That when you screenshot stuff, that the screen goes black, so you can't yeah. screenshot anything. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I knew they would some do some punks. shit like that. I'm HBO like, Max is the same thing. Okay, I'm like, ain't nobody trying to. We just trying to make a meme on Twitter. That's it. Like, okay, <laughs> like damn. But yes, no, go to an hour, six minutes and about 43, 45 seconds. Soon as they hit that sock pile, there's a guy in the corner in a white shirt. And I'm like, you ain't supposed to be here. Like, what are you doing? It's, <laughs> it's crafty. They somehow made their way into the set. Because I'm like, ain't we locked in here? How you get here? And then I'm just like, first of all, how is everybody else figuring this out except Marnie? Like, why is Luke figuring out? <laughs> how this works like morning girl get trapper you couldn't <laughs> figure out trapper no like it, i'm just like sis what is happening like in the last thing gort i know that you don't like marnie and she stinks like a cromwell and whatever <laughs> but nigga if you had this in your closet the whole time why you ain't say nothing oh <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much of the movie you could have saved us? <laughs> I have never seen a lazier storyline thrown out since Halloween Kills. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, I know you haven't. Yane hasn't seen it yet, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm off. Listen, I'm off tomorrow, so tomorrow's gonna be my catch-up day on life. <laughs> but then, okay, nope, nope. I thought I had another one, but bonus round. Ding, ding. <laughs> you could have slid through that portal, Mar Marnie. You could have slid right through there. There was like 20 seconds left. But why was you trying to hold it open? You just could have slid through and maybe right. you could have got through. Like if grandma and Luke stayed in Halloween town, that would have been fine. They live there. Like you, <laughs> you could have just Indiana Jones your ass right in through that crack and gotten through to the mortal realm. I'm and then why was she mad? Didn't she want to stay in Halloween town for a year anyway? Exactly. I uh, know. And then here, oh, speaking of, y'all need to pick one because I feel like in the first movie, and y'all can correct me, in the first movie, the equivalent from Mortal Time to Halloween Town Time was way different. It's way different from what it is in this one. And I was like, so which one is it? Like, because y'all was saying <laughs> it one way in the first movie, but it was flipped in this one. And I was like, Nobody went back and watched the original movie too. No, okay, You're still mind. right. Because at the beginning of this movie, they mentioned, well, a year in Mortal Realm is like a hundred years in Halloween Town. So what is it, sis? Like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. But I have to mention, there's a very brief moment in this movie that it actually, I would consider somewhat horror. And it is the mom's transformation and design. Ooh. That was gorgeous. That was beautiful. the most beautiful thing I seen. And I was just, cause, well, first of all, I'm like, that came from that mask? That's what that was supposed to be? Girl, you got yeah, that dollar that stuff. Like, I thought that too, but it was also a little bit choppy. Mm -hmm. I was just like, what is happening? But like, even all, first of all, did y'all peep? And it could be me reaching, but I don't care. <laughs> did y'all see the protozoa costume that somebody had on from like Xena? No. No. Yes, like I can't boom, like boom, it was boom. when everybody was going nuts, but there was literally this guy in like this silver outfit and he had like little silver spikes, little silver ice tips. 
I was like, is that Priscilla? Like, <laughs> I'm sure it is. I Let me find out these exist in the same universe because we can. Wow, a Xenon and Halloween Town crossover with fucking nuts and copyright, copyright. <laughs> we have come up with so many things for Disney Channel today. We We've come up with at least three different Patent pending. Patent pending. But the, mm-hmm. I, another complaint for this movie for me, besides the fact that we lost a ridiculous amount of time in timelines, is that the best creature designs are only at the end and we see them for a very brief moment. The full Cyclops design, Mother's design, who mm-hmm. I didn't know, Gwen, the actress, she played the actual monster as well. I didn't know she got up all full up in drags to scare the children on Halloween night. So that makes me super happy. But like, it sucks that we finally get to see the wonderful mythical creatures of Halloween Town for a very brief second in the mortal world. I was just wondering why. I'm like, was it, where was? Where did the budget go? Did the budget go to the CGI? I honestly really think that's what it was that they didn't have the budget to put everybody in makeup for a majority amount of the shooting time. They probably saw that Halloween Town 1 was popular, so they were quick to like make the sequel, but didn't quite have the budget. So they were like, let's do what we can. Let's scrounge up some of these same old designs from the first movie, but we're only going to show them for like five minutes because we can't afford to put everybody up in drags. But I thought they say they would have saved money by staying in Gortz for... 45 minutes of this one hour 20 runtime. Apparently they didn't save enough. <laughs> so they walk through the portal and have a showdown with Cal where he tries to protect both spellbooks using the power of dark magic. But Marnie has a power of love and light on her side. She effortlessly grab- grabs both spellbooks, sending Cal literally spiraling into another dimension. With the spellbooks now both in hand, Aggie is able to restore all the townspeople back to normal and erase their memories. The Cromwells make their way back to Halloween Town and restore it back to its former glory, and our movie ends. I'm just confused as to where he poofed to, but... What, what happened? <laughs> where did he go? This was the weakest finale. I was wanting, where? like, a... Fuck- I was wanting some hands to be thrown and something like hint <laughs> a bitch something like damn like all we got was, was like a so magical upset. saw trap at the end of this movie and I'm just like this <laughs> this is it we went through timelines gray spells goblins human sized Benny and I got this like she really just reached her hands in and just grabbed the books and that was it i was like it wasn't like like we could have had marnie get like i don't know like hurt and then sophie came and saved the day why am i <laughs> like, i mean i'm just like something because i'm like they really sat there for like two minutes and like had me stressed over marnie grabbing a book like <laughs> I was so mad about it. I was just like, two books. Like, Does that raise the stakes for you? <laughs> two books. It was weak. It was a weak ass ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. So I dare ask, we're finally at the end of our movie. It's time for our final scores. What are you going to give this week's flick? Are you going to rent it, which means you like it? Are you going to return it, which means you didn't like it? Or are you going to buy it which means you loved it and i don't see that being the answer for a lot of us today i would rent it (laughs) and sleep through it (laughs) i just want what what the cover look like 
Because if the cover's banging, I might buy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Because, I mean, it's nostalgia. Yeah, and that's why yeah. I was like, it's nostalgia. But for those reasons, I'm just like, bitch, if I want to just have a one-night stand, we could just rent it, and I can take you back where you came from. <laughs> Send you home packing after I'm satisfied. Like, <laughs> I feel the same way. I would have to agree, and I'm going to rent it. And it's merely for the nostalgia, as we keep stating. Like, if you did not grow up watching these movies, you're probably not going to enjoy them because mm -hmm. they didn't age well and the storylines are horrible. And, Terrible. you know, we purely watch this for the nostalgia factor. And honestly, I watch it now just to rip on it. This is a fun time to like go back and be like, I, I lived for this shit. I mm -hmm. was hyped for this shit. I remember year after year being like, ah, shit, it's Halloween town time. Like, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Come on. Now I'm just like, was I drinking the Kool-Aid with everybody else? Like what was I what was I going through that I thought that this was this was cinema? This <laughs> is what the Oscars For were your drawing. consideration. <laughs> like, like this was just top tier entertainment, okay? Who else you know was gonna give us alternate worlds with Halloween <laughs> Who you know? Take that, Cartoon Network! <laughs> I'm gonna rent it. I'm not gonna buy I can't say anything because I do own this movie. I watched it on DVD. Because of the nostalgia feel for it. I do like watching it when it's on the background and when I'm getting ready for Halloween. But I'm not gonna go out of my way to recommend this for someone if you've never seen it. See, I would I would get the box set. And that's what okay. I'm saying. There was a box set. Actually, don't put that fourth movie in there though. But don't. Just, <laughs> just first three. Yo. Trilogy. You know, that's my I have Jeepers Creepers one and two. That's mm -hmm. it. We don't talk about three. <laughs> yeah, I'm like <laughs> exactly. Mm -mm. My little DVD mm -mm. with the double feature, and that's it. <laughs> that's the end of our movie. And capping off our Halloween Hangovers Month is going to be the polarizing yet totally forgotten about film that shook up a franchise. Listeners, next week we are talking the child-killing Tom Atkins starring cult classic 1982's Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. I'm so excited. Yes! You just recently saw it, didn't you see it, Jay? I did. I did. For the first time. Your world was rocked. Okay, really quickly, really quickly. You have to rate it with the TCQ rating before you go. Are you gonna rent it? Are you gonna return it? Or are you gonna buy it? I would rent it. Ooh. Don't, oh my God, Angie is so oh, He is pressed like a panini. I am, because I'm buying it. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Halloween twerk anthem. What do you mean? <laughs> yes. I buy the soundtrack, though. Like, but I would rent the movie. I, I always F with the survivors. Like, I'm always the one that play too much. And I'd be like, because, you know, it's a lot of Halloween fans. I'd be like, I mean... Season of the Witch is the best one in the franchise anyway, so. <laughs> they be mad, they be mad. But I'm just like, how could you not? Like, I am looking forward to this episode. I cannot wait. I'm going to be just waiting for the drop, okay? <laughs> exactly. Listen. And then this is, this is one that I could actually listen to right when it comes out. Yes. <laughs> I've seen it before. 
we are so excited to cover it because it is personally one of my favorites as well. So I can't wait to cover this redheaded stepchild of the series. <laughs> you can follow the queens on our Instagram at the Carpenter Queens. Our Twitter is at Carpenter Queens. My personal account is Nicholas Alexander Photography. My personal account is at STFU Ray. Ladies, do we have anything that we want to plug? D180, where can we find you? Where can we listen to you? Where can we follow you socially? Just real quick, every time I hear you guys give your handles, shut the fuck up, Ray takes me out every fucking Because <laughs> I'm like, did somebody, did somebody say that to them and it just stuck? Like... <laughs> I used to, I was, you can tell from our podcast, I have a big mouth. I put my foot in my mouth a lot. I still do. I get told that all the time. I used to get told it all the time in high school. And so it kind of just stuck with me. It's me. That's me. It's okay. I am your sister. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> we see but each other. We, we do. But yes, <laughs> you can find us all of our handles, IG, Twitter, um, TikTok, all of them are d 180 podcast we kept it simple because that name is long as hell we was like we ain't <laughs> i hate i hate typing long things especially now with the remotes and oh i wouldn't do that to y'all yes. so just d180 podcast <laughs> on all of that you can find me at underscore who is she that was a joke because mm. people really didn't know who i was and they'd be like who is she <laughs> <laughs> It's perfect. But now it's like, people know who I am now, kind of. But yeah. And then, Johnny, <laughs> where we can find you, girl? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at J-O-N-N-E-B, like Victoria, E-R-E-E. Yes. We love it. And you guys <laughs> drop Fridays, correct? Yes. Yes. So if you'd like to catch up, because I know your new season's about to start. Yes. Yes. So yeah, by the time you guys are all listening to this, um, we'll be dropping on the third. Actually, no, 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 no. Birthday episode, birthday girl in the building. Yeah, we're on the third. yeah, come on. So we having our pregame on the twenty third, and that's the day right before you guys drop your last episode for November, and then the official season starts on the third and you know what since we've been giving y'all um little you know exclusives we'll just give another tcq exclusive and tell y'all the thing it's so icy escapades it's gonna get real chilly up in this thing so so all the movies are gonna be in some type of icy cold ass setting so Ooh, I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah, yeah another TCQ exclusive with D180. Yes, y'all get all y'all get all the good stuff. So <laughs> but no, good. that's what I'm saying. Like, thanks for having us because we F with y'all the long way. You do yes. not understand. We truly love y'all. Like, we it's probably half of our episodes we probably name drop y'all. <laughs> literally like no for real for real we'd be like yeah because on tcq they was doing this and da, 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 da. but actually in the episode like not just like passing. like we'd be like yeah did you hear that blah 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 yeah, yeah definitely oh uh, thank you love is definitely mutual pick us up for another shift definitely pick us up for an- we'll give y'all free fast passes you know Ooh, we get the, the treatment 
Thank you both so much for coming today. It is honestly a huge honor for both of us. We adore y'all so freaking much. Please follow them. We will link you. We're going to link you in this week's episode. So thank you. Just like, thank you so much. Thank you. You don't understand. Thank I just you. love how we're all just like loving on each other. But this is what it's <laughs> about. Yeah. Because I mean, the thing is, we kind of dropped around the same time, like initially dropped around the same time and just to see mm-hmm. not even us like podcasts like scary crit podcast and the other ones we literally all dropped like in 2020 around the same yeah. time and just to see the yeah. community that we've built around each other and how we all support each other i love it especially because you know we're people of color we don't get that perspective a lot and we really bring something new to the genre versus the unseasoned kind and that's what i'm saying (laughs) yes sips tea very important (laughs) thank you again so much destination 180 thank you for joining us thank you all for listening and we will catch you on next week's episode stay safe stay queer and we will catch you guys on the flip side y'all say bye 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 bye